Welcome to Pigskin Over Pizza. I'm your host, KCP. Without Derek today, I got my pizza here. Looking not fresh at all. The mouse brought me a pizza, Chuck E. Cheese. Date is September 16th. Derek might be doing one of these himself, but I am here either way. We're gonna dig into this, talk about some sports. This ain't gonna be a full episode. Kinda gonna cover what I didn't talk about last episode because it was a NFL focused episode. This pizza looks terrible, by the way. Um, and you might assume that because people hate on Chuck E. Cheese pizza. This giant mouse is advertising a pizza, which probably isn't a great sign. Um, it's a frozen pizza. I don't really like any frozen pizzas, but the reason I said all that is because I'm not a Chuck E. Cheese hater, so I actually have more faith in this than any frozen pizza almost I've ever tried, but this looks just as bad as every other frozen pizza. So we're going to talk about sports here for a minute. Um, hopefully Derek will be doing one of these himself. Mainly do our picks since they'll be too late by the time we do a regular episode, which we will do, but it's just going to cover what I didn't get to talk about last week. and make my picks and talk about a little, a little bit of football here. Um, let me get into this here. We'll break it down at the end as always. Now let's start with the NFL, or football, as it were. We made our picks last week. I'm not gonna go game by game. I was gonna talk about our pick and league and then go into the Broncos game. I went nine for seven, which doesn't seem great, but it's actually tied for second in our pick and league. So not bad, but to make that sound a little more balanced, tied for second with five other people. And last place is and three picks behind second place. So it's about as tight as you can get in week one. We'll see what happens. Um, before we get into picks for next week, the Broncos won undefeated, beat the Giants 27-13. Teddy Bridgewater, I didn't get to watch the game. I probably should have stayed to start with that. My weird surroundings here, what's going on. I'm on vacation in Myrtle Beach, but so I didn't get to watch the game live, but I was keeping track the whole time, and I've watched all the games since then. Um, afterwards, Teddy Bridgewater looked very good. If you follow this channel, you know my thoughts, not necessarily on him, but the Broncos and Drew Locke. But he looked very good, went uh, 28 of 36, 264 yards with two touchdowns. He also had some rushing yards, not a ton. But more importantly, led the Broncos to win, didn't make any big mistakes. I hope he does this all year, but to be fair, this is the Giants. They don't look great. Their their defense seems exceptionally not great. Um, Von Miller, first game back in over well, entire season, but two years pretty much. And two sacks his first game, looked amazing. Cortland Sutton, first game back, didn't do much his first game back and that will be key as Broncos luck I talked about the beginning of the season the Broncos were going to be good they need a good offensive line play they need to stay healthy 
not looking great on the um, staying healthy part so far. Jerry Judy, second wide receiver and potentially be the best wide receiver on the team, out four to six weeks in the first week of the season. I don't know what it is about our luck here. It's not great. But I don't know. I don't. I'm sad. Is what I'm getting at. Um, kind of sad that I'm eating this too. Not helping. But they are. Undefeated. We'll see if he can continue this on throughout the season and can stay healthy because that's been his biggest concern. I also, if you can see this well, I don't know how well you're seeing all this. It might look kind of fake because I got an entire pizza here and I'm eating a piece. What's that all about? We got another pizza in there. This one cooked a little longer. This one cooked a lot shorter. So I'm trying to give it benefit of the doubt. Try everything here. Um, before we get to the picks for next week, I did get to watch the Buckeyes here. That was, just being sad, sad as shit. They lost 35-28 to Oregon. CJ Stroud with another great game. 35-54, almost 500 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. The, this is a game the Buckeyes should have won. But I said all along that I thought this would be a tough game. I thought the Buckeyes would win. I'm not trying to change that. But I think there's, as normal, quite the overreaction with the Buckeyes. Especially if you talk about the quarterback. He uh, won yet again um, freshman of the week in the Big Ten. CJ Stroud did that is. Second week in a row. His first two games ever. And everybody's calling for him to lose his job. And he's had um, almost a thousand yards, seven touchdowns, and two turnovers in his first two games. So I think this is a prime example of Ohio State fans with unrealistic unrealistic expectations. Um, I'll be the first to say he seems very calm, like too calm for a freshman, but then makes these crazy decisions that are very freshman-like, like overthrows and like, what are you doing? You're taking too long. But I think these are things that as he plays will all his skill and the fact that he is so calm almost seems too calm for a freshman I think he's going to be amazing it's going to be one of those things that retroactively people just change their opinions on and act like they never hated on him um, it's tough to lose we uh, didn't talk much about college football last week the Buckeyes started the season ranked fourth as we talked about after their first win, they moved up to three ahead of um, Clemson because they lost to Georgia. I've said on here, and I'll say again, I think Ohio State is judged completely unfairly, not just by Ohio State fans, but especially national media and the polls. But I would have said at the time if we had recorded, or if I said it, that um, I don't know why Ohio State moved ahead of Clemson. That didn't really make sense to me. I say that because I'm not, I'm going to call both ways. I'm not just trying to be Ohio State homer. And this week, after they lost to Oregon, Oregon moved up to four. Ohio State moved to nine. 
I think it's odd that they're the same record as Clemson and they fall behind now. Kind of conflicts what they said the week before. But that is how they're going to do these rankings. It's when you lose, not necessarily how or who you lose to. So this is sucks for Ohio State, but they have so much room to make up and so much time that they can still get a playoff spot. And I think that's what people are losing sight of, and I think CJ Stroud will be the one to do it. I think Ohio State fans will uh, have a different take on that as the season goes on. What is nuts is to see Cincinnati, the Bearcats, ranked ahead of Ohio State at 8th. I love Cincinnati, but that's just a mind-blowing thing to see, um, especially living in Ohio. Uh, so, let's get into picks for this week for the NFL. So, I made my pick already for Thursday night because I'm recording this um, as the Thursday night game is going. So, I wanted to at least get that one in. I don't want to miss it since I'll be recording too late. I picked the Giants. Only 21% of you did. 79% picked Washington. Let's see what the score is right now. Oh, it's looking like a good. Oh, 29-27 Giants with five seconds to go. Washington has the ball. He might be able to kick a field goal. So my reason for picking the Giants, even though it's a landslide Washington. Is, I don't think it's pretty even matchup toss-up, but then they lost Ryan Fitzpatrick. Washington did for, I think, seven out of nine weeks. So I figured I'll give the Giants the edge since it's a toss-up, so I'm kind of surprised. I think it's already kind of like 60-40 Washington, but then you lose your starting quarterback. I think it has to give the edge to the Giants. So I picked them. We'll uh, see if they'll, um, almost at the Redskins, if the football team and get a field goal here. Ooh, they sure did. 30-29 into regulation. Well, I'm a sad pup. That just looks like an impressive win without seeing it. But uh, I'm a sad pup. All right, so let's make our picks here. We have the Bengals versus the Bears. 59-41, to 41. Uh, Bengals with the favorite. I'm gonna pick the Bengals here. They already started 1-0, so it'd be crazy to have them start 2-0. I think this is really a toss-up. Um, now I'm saying I think maybe I should pick the Bears because they're the home team. But we'll stick with the Bengals. I didn't pick them last week. We had the Texans versus the Browns. 94% people picked the Browns. 6% picked the Texans. I actually would not be shocked if the Texans win this. In, um, I know I'm a Browns hater, but I'm going to pick the Browns. I'll give this one to them. And then if they lose, it'll be that much more funny. The Rams versus the Colts, 94% to 6. Dear God. I think that should be way closer than that. I think the Rams will win, but that should be like 60-40, somewhere between there. I'm also going to go through after this if I haven't naturally picked a team. That is a uh, under twenty percent underdog because me and Derek so we pick one, uh, at least one of those a week. The Bills versus the Dolphins, eighty-four to sixteen, with the Bills having the advantage. Both uh, the Bills are zero one, the Dolphins are one and zero. But I think the Bills are too good. I don't think anybody expecting to start out zero one to begin with. The Dolphins, what's good, but I get the Bills a win on that. The Patriots. Versus the Giants or the Jets, both 0 and 1, 90 to 10. 
the Patriots didn't look that great, but I think they should go and be able to beat the Jets with the Patriots. The 49ers versus Eagles, 73% to 27%. I'm surprised the Eagles won the first one. I'm going to go with the 49ers. They played even better than I thought they would. The Raiders versus the Steelers, both 1-0. The Steelers was 76%, the Raiders was 24. Uh, this is close, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the Steelers. The Saints versus the Panthers, 87% to 13% with the Saints at the advantage. We'll go with the Saints, James Winston was incredible. I don't think he can play that well all season. You know, I'm somebody that said, for a season start, I think he's gonna have a Surprise a lot of people, but I just don't think that's going to happen uh, every week. The Broncos undefeated versus the Jaguars, 83% to 17%. I'm going to pick the Broncos. I think they said they have all the potential, and I think the Jaguars have potential to be the worst team in the league. So we will definitely go there. Um, the Vikings versus the Cardinals, only 8% for the Vikings, 92% for the Cardinals. Um, you know what, uh, no, we're going to hold off, so I'm going to go to the Cardinals, <laughs> the Falcons versus the Buccaneers, 99% to 1%, <laughs> I'm going to pick the Buccaneers, that is the most we've seen on here yet, that is bonkers, um, I wouldn't be shocked if the Falcons win, I, I said they're going to win the division, um, after seeing week one, uh, not, look, not looking promising and picking here. I mean, obviously conflicting with that, but we're going to take the Buccaneers and hopefully I'm wrong. The Cowboys versus the Chargers, 0-1 versus 1-0, 54% to 46%. I'm kind of surprised the Chargers don't have the advantage there. I think it's a toss-up. I'm just surprised the Chargers didn't get the advantage with having a win. The Cowboys looked good, though, and could have won. I'm actually going to pick the Chargers, though, and I'm doing that as a Broncos fan, so we'll see what happens there. The Titans versus the Seahawks. It is 17% to 83% with the advantage of the Seahawks. I'm going to Seahawks. The Chiefs, 91% to the Ravens, 9%. This is going to be my upset game. I think both teams match up well. I think the Chiefs have the advantage, but we got to pick one game a week. And I think this one is way too lopsided. I think it should be way closer. I think the Ravens could definitely win it. I think almost everybody in our league will pick the Chiefs. So we're going to go with the Ravens. Monday night to end it, the Lions versus the Packers. 90% Packers, 10% Lions. We're going to go with the Packers. They looked awful week one. I don't think they're going to look that way again. And that's it for this week. So we'll look back on that. I'm going to record a regular episode. That's all I got for football. We'll touch on baseball here for a second. Last time we talked, the Reds were 72 and 63, 10 games out in the Central. They are now 76 and 71, and 13 and a half back in the Central. And they have now fallen out of the wild card spot, one game out of the fucking Cardinals. So hopefully they can climb back up because I need some Reds playoffs. The weather's been perfect for it. We need it. Um, 
That's all I had for baseball. Again, the soccer here. So I kind of just touching on things here. Not gonna be a normal episode. Last time I talked, the uh, crew were seven, six, and nine. Good for twenty-seven points. One game out of the playoffs, or one spot out of the playoffs. They're now eight, six, and eleven. Good for thirty points, and they're now in tenth uh, place, which they were in eighth place on the end. So the top seven teams make the playoffs in each conference. So they need to get going. That's still only a win out of the playoff spot, though. Atlanta is the seventh spot with 33. You get three points for a win. So let's go crew the last game they played with a fantastic game. They're down 1-0 most of the game. They scored two goals in the last 20 minutes, I think it was. Miguel Berry, again, the hero. I'm pretty positive I said Michael Berry when I was talking about him a couple weeks ago. So total disrespect because I'm talking about him being a hero and I fucked it up. So I haven't gone back to look at that, but I'm pretty confident in that. Um, this was a little bit ago now, but like I said, catching up on things. U.S. Canada went 1-1 in the U.S. Um, or the World Cup qualifier. And then the only other things I had was hockey. And these are outdated things that I didn't mean to talk about. John Tortorella, former coach of the Blue Jackets, we talked about here lots of times, accepted a job with ESPN as an analyst. I think this is going to go one of two ways. You hear me talk all the time on here about how sports coverage on national media is the driest, most boring, fake thing there is. So I think with his personality, it's going to become super entertaining again, or it's going to be the complete opposite where they control him and try and make him form into all these other people. And it's going to fizzle out and he's going to be done with it. I hope it's definitely him being himself because I think that'll make it entertaining again, but we'll see. And then the only other thing that I had here, Pierre-Luc Dubois, former Blue Jacket that you've heard me hate on here before. But this is really cool. I just got to show respect where it's due. When he was with the Blue Jackets, he wore number 18. When he went to Winnipeg, he got traded there. He switched to number 13. But the reason saying all that and where the cool part comes in is he announced this year he's going to wear number 80 for um, keep, uh, Matisse Kiplenic. Sorry, I was looking at something just popped up. But the former Blue Jacket that had a terrible death a couple months ago. So as much as I hate him, I think that's a really cool thing to do. So had to show respect there. Um, and then that's it for sports. This pizza sucks ass. It's terrible. You might be able to tell how I was barely eating it. I tried to try both pieces so I could get a fair shot. We're gonna give it a two. Two out of eight. It's not any worse than a bad frozen pizza, but I don't like frozen pizza to begin with. And I know, like I said, people use on Chuck E. Cheese is very low, but mine's high, so, but not unrealistically high. And I was like, this is gonna be better than most frozen pizzas. And this is a bad frozen pizza. That's my thoughts on it. This has been a weird ass episode, I know. 
We're out here on the balcony in Myrtle Beach. I don't know how the sound quality is. I don't know how any of this turned out. Let me know what you think. I can't believe Washington just won that game. I'm sad. I'm sad about Ohio State, but it's going to be okay. That's why I told her, but there have been Ohio State fans walking by me here. That was a rough game. I know, but we're going to be okay. We do this every year. It could be good or wrong. I hope I'm not. We're going to be okay. I don't know.